You are listening to an on-air bonus episode. This is the Lightning Round. All right, Dave, it's time for bonus material with Steve Pitlick, our Vice President of Source Products. I love this. Uh, Lightning Round. All right, so Steve, here are the rules if you don't know. We're going to throw out questions that may seem random. They may be personal in nature. They could be professional. And the first thing that comes to mind, try to answer them in 20 seconds or less. Perfect. Let's do it. Dave, you want to kick them off? Sure. Let's do that. Um, Steve, hey, what, what makes you tick? My kids. Your kids. All right. All right. Family. Family aspect. Family. Absolutely. Steve, if you could get a new skill in 10 seconds, like the Matrix, they just load it into your brain in 10 seconds, what would it be? I'd be a better communicator, specifically a writer. Better writer? Like yeah. copywriter? Yeah. Like my uh, my written words aren't as good as, or my verbal at this point are not as good as I would <laughs> like to have them. Uh, so definitely better communication and writing skills. What's your favorite movie or movie, movie genre? Uh, comedy. Uh, I have So especially now I have... Uh, young kids and so we get into some of the classics of uh you know the adam sandler type movies and the farley movies and all those types of things where you can just have some good belly laughs on the weekend love all the old snl stuff Uh, saturday night live from the 90s were the best who inspired you to pursue the career that you have today uh, my father so uh we'll get into it probably at some point but my my dad grew up on a farm in iowa first one out of his uh, family to go to college and just pursued uh a variety of different careers and to advance himself and take care of the family. And he's always kind of just kept that in my mindset of it's uh, you know, it's a destiny, it's a journey, not a destination and to keep trying new things, keep learning and keep having fun along the way. Home of Linux, Iowa. I love it. So Steve, how do you like to get feedback? What's the best, best way people can come to you with some important stuff? Direct. Just be direct. Yeah. Don't worry about it. That's right. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes in my, my, you know, personal life and career and sports, you know, sometimes we, we miss the message by trying to be too fancy with the word choice and, uh, too delicate. Um, and I've also received the best feedback when it's direct and coming from a place of, uh, compassion, really trying to make you better. And when you can hear those words from someone that's really invested in you and, uh, you know, hear it direct what they really want to see and how you can get better, it, it's easier to act on and, and truly improve. Throughout your career, what are the toughest challenges that you've had? I've had a variety of tough challenges, and, and it goes back. I think the majority of them, um, when you look at some of the actions of opening up a two million square foot distribution center, standing up a new organization from a transportation standpoint, building out a new product development team in previous lives, um, it's always it's always been around getting the right people in the right spots. Um, as you get the right people in the right spots, everything becomes easy, and so uh, look for the right talent. Um, and they may not come with the right uh, technical or functional skill set, but if they have the right mindset, willing to learn, willing to put the work in, uh, then you can build a lot of really amazing things. That's, that's huge. That sounds like a lot of experience adding up to give you what you just, what you just talked about. So with that being said, what was your first job you ever had? Uh, my first job in high school was I was actually a basketball referee. Right. And so that was, uh, talk about education from uh, parents <laughs> and uh, refing little kids basketball. Um, but you know, after college, I, I got into dispatching trucks. And so I worked in a dispatch hub where I worked with truck drivers every day. And that was another type of education that uh, I'm sure we all experienced. And then I moved into transportation, different types of different transportation roles, distribution, so on and so forth. 
to great new words and new spellings of those new words. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to professional advice, what is the best advice that you could give someone who just started their career? Uh, Come in with your eyes wide open. Uh, You know, I think we all start a career with um, something in mind. And in most cases of the people I mentor or talk to, it's it's a specific job title. And, and what I've learned throughout is be willing to move laterally, be willing to try different functions. You don't have to be the expert in everything um, to, to move up. Think about moving laterally and continuing to learn. Um, I've learned the most of my life by taking jobs that uh, arguably I may not have been qualified for, but I convinced someone to give me a shot. And I got in, I learned a ton, and it helped me grow as much as uh, more than I ever would have imagined. And in doing so, it's allowed me some different opportunities that, you know, looking back, 20 plus years ago, I don't think I'd been sitting here doing what I'm doing now if I would have kept what uh, my original purpose was going to be. Fantastic. What skill do you think everyone should learn? Listening. Going back to communication, um, you know, listening in every situation, right? Whether it's, you know, with with my kids, my family, uh, in meetings where I'm not necessarily participating from my team, uh, you know, Every, every opportunity is a learning opportunity and, and you can't learn without listening. You can't communicate without listening um, and truly really to understand someone's intent. If, if we could all improve our listening and, and really what we're solving for, uh, I think we'd end up with a lot better plans quicker. Uh, last one in this category is what book would you recommend people read? Uh, one that I go back to, there's a bunch that I go back to. I kind of have two different genres. One's around a leadership standpoint, and, and I'm a big fan of, of Coach K and kind of his approach and his simplicity of, of boiling it down and keeping the team focused. Um, so all of his, his work, um, biographies and, and different things. Um, from, a, from a business standpoint, there's a great book called Execution, The Art of Getting Things Done. Um, and it's really cool because it talks about taking strategy and, and, and the value of strategy isn't isn't just to put it on paper, it's the ability to execute it. And there's some great learnings from that book. You know, they talk about, um, you know, Walmart leaders that every year would go spend, you know, weeks bagging groceries because regardless of what strategy they developed in their, you know, Bentonville office, they wanted to make sure that it was actually executable on the floor. And if you, strategy isn't going to work if you can't execute it. And so it's a good, every time I change roles or every time we go into a strategy meeting, I, I, you know, reference certain sections of that book because it grounds you on what you really need to focus on to, to drive change. Yeah, so important. Execution is so important, Dave. Love it. So let's move into personal hobbies and interest. So what's what's a secret talent that no one knows about you? The good news is I have no uh, real talents. <laughs> uh, you know, lucky for me, I'm on air, so I'm tall, and that's kind of my only talent. Um, How know, tall are you? A 6'6". Six, 6'6", six. Six, six, yeah, at least. So I, I guess my secret talent is so I... I coach uh, my girls' bath, uh, soccer team and my son's uh, basketball team. They're, so they're seven and nine, respectively. And so I guess my secret talent is I turn into a kid's jungle gym um, at halftime and during breaks because they're amazed by my size and they uh, you know, want to climb and see what it's like to be on my shoulders. So that's probably the closest talent I have. Uh, what is your favorite music genre and do you have a favorite artist? Uh you know, I bounce around a lot, um, you know, back to the kids thing right now. I, I, I shouldn't say this, unfortunately, but I get a lot of kids bop right now. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but, uh, for the parents out there, I know, I know, you know, what I'm talking about, um, uh, but Tom Petty's probably my favorite artist, uh, kind of more the, the classic rock is, is probably where I prefer to go, but I bounce around because of my kids and they 
keep bringing new music. Is there a kids' bop version of Tom Petty? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm waiting for we it. Need to, we need to work on that. We need to to listen to this and the repetition. There's a demand. What's the craziest thing you've ever done or seen before? Yeah. Um, you know, the craziest thing I ever did and looking back was probably not the smartest was I ran with the bulls in Spain. Oh, kidding. Yeah. Holy cow. And you're here. Yeah, exactly. You made it. I, I did. Did they get close to you at all? Um, not as close to the guy behind me. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you just have to be faster than the slowest That's dude. Right. Um, so it was an awesome experience. It was fun. Um, definitely something I wouldn't do ever again as I get wiser, but uh, luckily, no one got hurt the day I ran, but like the next two days, people got seriously injured and you realized how uh, how not smart it was. Um, but it was fun and uh, crazy, and I wouldn't recommend it. I'm glad I'm not on their legal team. <laughs> That's right. Matt, what is the coolest thing you're working on right now? Um, great question. You know, I, I think it's, we're, we're building out a new organization um, around source product. And it's, it's really exciting because the business has seen the, the need for us to, to invest in this area for supporting our dealers and take a little different approach. And with that, there's a lot of work um, from a structure standpoint, from a process standpoint that, uh, you know, gets me, gets me excited about when we get this up and running to its full capabilities. I think we'll be able to do things for our dealers that we haven't historically been able to do. We'll be able to serve some better across a variety of products. And ultimately, you know, the goal is to make their jobs easier and, and make us a better partner for them. Quick, quick, kind of like dissect source products, what that kind of means? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, at a high level, it is products that Lennox does not manufacture. So think of aftermarket parts, uh, parts and supplies, uh, finished goods that aren't necessarily branded Lennox, um, things that we partner with other people to to purchase and, and supply our customers. Excellent. Do you cook? And what's your, if you do, what's your favorite recipe? Um, I attempt to cook, um, you know, I think, and in, in, so we live in Texas now. And so everybody in Texas fancies themselves as a, a, a chef or a barbecue expert. Um, but I love to, to mess around on the smoker or try to do, you know, everything on the smoker, whether it's brisket or, or pork or ribs. Um, I've gone as far as to try to bake a pie on the smoker. So, wow, uh, wow that's cool. Bake a pie. Yeah. So uh, I'd say it was smoked nope. apple. That's it. It was smoked. It was what it was. <laughs> so it was fun, but uh, I don't know if the family enjoyed it as much as I did, but it was still the, the <laughs> experience. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Do you have cinnamon ice cream? We'll go with that. Ooh, cinnamon ice cream. There you yeah. go. Uh, do you have a pet and what is he or she like? Uh, I do not have a pet. So um, that's uh, definitely something we're working with the kids on. So there will be one in the near future, I'm sure. And they're, they're lobbying hard. They're, Have they given you the PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> yeah, no, they've just gone with the full, like, giving me the boundaries of the pets they want, the size, the type. You know. They're warming you up. Yeah. So they're, it's a long sell process. That's right. They're working. <laughs> they're take, they're, they've moved through discovery to kind of the pitch. <laughs> well, let's, let's move into the personal background. Um, do you have any family traditions? Um, yeah, I, I'd say one of the ones that... Uh, it's come to be more, more important and more, more fun as the, as the kids have gotten older. Um, so my, my, as I mentioned earlier, my dad grew up on a farm in Iowa. So every year I take the kids back and we run around on the farm and, uh, right around harvest time. And so they get their mind blown around riding the combine and picking <laughs> corn and beans and running on hay bales and, um, you know, running through legitimate pumpkin patches, not the ones we see in Texas, which are just, you know, picked from the farm and delivered yeah. in boxes. And so, it's turned into uh, an annual event that's, uh, you know, both my, my cousin and, and, and my kids really look forward to. Sounds awesome. 
Uh, so growing up on a farm, this might be interesting. What was the first thing you bought with your own money? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. My, so my dad grew up on the farm. And so we had an interesting perspective on, um, you know, when you earn money, what do you do with it? You know, I think I saved more of the money I made out of the mm-hmm. gates for a long time. And then, uh, when I finally worked up the courage as, and this was as a kid, I think I bought baseball cards, you know, it wasn't anything, yeah. you know, at that point I viewed that as an, I justified it as an investment. Like these are worth something. So if I spend three bucks on these cards, it's going to be worth X at some point. Um, what is, do you, do you have some of them today? What, what's the most valuable card you have? Shoot. That's a great question. I don't know. I, I've actually, uh, given them to my son who doesn't really appreciate all the classics yet, you yeah. know, but, uh, I was a big Nolan Ryan fan. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Sandberg fan for oh, yeah. uh, Chicago fans. And so, uh, you know, a lot of those cards and then it's funny, look back and he doesn't know any of the names of these people. And he thinks this is a uh, old timers. <laughs> no, they're not, they're not old timers. <laughs> so as we move into the personal taste section, our last section here, um, what's the strangest meal you've ever eaten? Oh, great question. Um, so this is when I was, uh, working the sourcing group and we were doing business in Asia. And so we had some dinners with some suppliers and I would say there was a variety of, um, bugs and insects on the table, um, that, um, cooked in a variety of different ways that uh, they didn't fully disclose what it was, uh, identifiable, but, um, I don't know if I want to know the answer, but it was definitely not what we eat here. Um, but it was, it was good. It was delicious. It was, um, you know. I haven't gone as far as scorpions, which was one of the offerings they had on the table, but it was definitely in that genre. Delicious insects. Yes. Joe, would you do scorpions? I actually have. You have Uh, done scorpions? Well, I've had a... There's a place in Vegas. They put a scorpion. It's called Nacho Daddy's. You put a scorpion in the tequila. You take a shot and you swallow it whole. Really? Yeah. There you go. And you're here to talk about it. Don't taste it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... All right, so beer, speaking of alcohol, uh, are you beer or wine? Uh, depends on the opportunity. If I'm smoking, I'll do a beer. If we're going to have a nice dinner, I'll do the wine. Do you, do you have a, a favorite beer or favorite wine? Uh, no, not really. Is whenever there? Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm into IPAs, and so I try different things. I'm into, um, you know. Uh, are, are you are you uh, the home brew? If you had time, would you be like the home brew? No, I'm not that. Your I, own, I'm all that science. You got like a lab in your. No, garage. I haven't got that committed. I think it's easier and better to leave that to the pros. So, um, Steve, do you have a yacht? And if you if you if you do, great. If you don't, would you? If you had a yacht, what would you call it? Um, I don't have a yacht. Okay. Um, and I've, I, it's a great question. I've actually never thought about naming a boat. Um. So I don't know if I have an answer for that. Can uh, can I come back to that? You can. Or, uh, you can throw it out anytime. Con fishing. I mean, I think that's all been used. Con fishing. Right? Yeah, like so. it. Or or Gen A. <laughs> Gen. <laughs> we will leave that for you. Do you like to, do you like fishing? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What kind of what's your favorite fish? Um, so I like to fly fish. Okay. So I love to get in some trout and uh, all those those types of kind of stream. Yeah. All those activities. I grew up bluegill fishing on ponds and all that and you know crappy and all those fun things that you yeah. gotta go go get fly fish is fun as an art yeah as an art to that what fictional family would you want to be a part of jeez that's a great question i have no idea uh, I, I i can picture you as a simpsons yellow character yeah you know my mind went to adam you'd be family. you'd be a foot taller than everyone <laughs> 
But uh, I think you and L- you and Lurch yeah. would play basketball one on one. Dominate you and uh, Lurch would just yeah. Um, but I think that's primarily because my kids are into this Wednesday. Oh yeah, now. it's a good show. Yeah, and so it's I, I think my mind revolves around whatever the kids happen to have on the TV. Well, hey, Steve, thanks for participating in the fun bonus lightning round, letting the audience get to know you a little bit more. Uh, we appreciate that. Thanks for being on air. No, perfect. Thank you. On Air is hosted by Joe Jones and Dave Chapman. Email your questions and comments for Joe and Dave to onair at lennoxind.com and check out our new bonus content. The On Air podcast is a production of Lennox Learning Solutions. Recording, mixing, and editing by Garrett Hicks. Additional editing by Hunter Stein. Music by Chad Mathern. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Lennox International Incorporated or one of its affiliates, collectively Lennox, and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, your use of this podcast and the information contained in the podcast are for personal or other educational purposes only. No other use, including without limitation, reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written consent of Lennox. All information made available on this podcast is for general informational purposes only, and any reliance on such information is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that Lennox makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on this podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by Lennox employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of Lennox. Lennox expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.